Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, Alex. Hi, Laura. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, too. 2023. Oh, my gosh, 2023. Um, Happy second anniversary of this podcast. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 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 Here we still are. And here is Susan Miller as well. <laughs> That's right. We're all yes. still here. We're all still here. <laughs> Being inspired by Susan Miller every I mean, day. Really, really true. Um, so I don't remember anything that happened at the end of December or if my horoscope came true or not um, because I got COVID for Christmas. So let's just call that one a wash. That's not the best Christmas That's, present you no, could get. No, no. But you know, is it the worst Christmas present? Probably there's worse ones. So. There's, I think there's worse ones. Yeah. There's definitely no like fine china. Although I think we should tell the people about our very romantic date in New York City. <gasps> That's true. That's one thing I do remember about. Yeah, December. that was where because Susan Miller had predicted some really good like true love romance for you. Yes. And also mingling. Yes. Mingling. Yes. And we went to see a strange loop on Broadway. And before that we met for dinner and Alex arrived first. And when I approached the table, I was, I mean, the wonder, uh, the wonder and amazement. I, will I ever feel that again? I don't know, but we were seated in this cozy corner table in this most festively decorated, like garlands and Christmas ornaments and like beautiful lights. And we had a window view of New York city. And, right. And we uh, were on the like second floor of the restaurant. Yeah, and yeah. so like in the window, you're kind of just like perched in there. Right. It was just was, so yeah. festive. It had everything that Susan Miller likes for like romance. It was fine, fine china and candlelight and a festive decoration and atmosphere. Yeah, it would have, she would have loved it. I hope wow. she can experience that one day. And yeah. so, and we were not expecting it at all because no. we were kind of like, should we even get dinner? Like, right. where are we going to go? Like, where are we going to find at this time of year yeah. and around this theater? Yeah. And then you had this idea for this place. And yeah. then when they offered this table to me, I just couldn't even believe it. I mean, it was highly romantic. I, wow. It was. It wow. Was. I, <laughs> thrilling. We were both like, Susan Miller would really approve of this. Wow. Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So um, that, was a, that was a great way to close out the year for us. Yeah, absolutely. Personally. Wow. And then here we are in the new year and Susan Miller released her horoscopes fairly early, January 2nd. Yeah, I believe it was January 2nd too. Yeah. I thought yeah. she had maybe... Yeah, it must have been the second. I don't think it was the first. But also more importantly, before she released the horoscope, we had a delightful surprise end of the year piece of press about Susan We sure Miller. did. So we sure did. Wow. Thank you uh, very much to Ben for finding this and alerting us and Laurel for alerting us right away yes, to this. Yes, yes. Um, Susan featured in the New Yorker, which she is a quintessential New Yorker. I mean, she is like a, a fixture of New York. So I, it's just only appropriate. appropriate. That's true. It's probably um, overdue for a talk of the town yeah. mention. But I also 
what I also like is that they were covering the Louis Vuitton event that Susan Miller was doing, which if our listeners remember, we met Susan Miller when we all stood outside of the Louis Vuitton store in Soho to look at like a video of a trunk that she had helped design, but it wasn't an official event. We just like stood on the street. Yeah. Great. So great time though. Wonderful. Yeah. Great time. But like, yeah. yes, the difference is this was an actual event. event this was not yeah. a group of people standing on the street in Soho watching yeah. Susan demonstrate her calendar. Yeah. But that, but we, I kind of, I don't know what was the better event. I'm not sure. I mean, it sounds like at this event, Susan really talked to her fans as well. So I feel like either way they got something, but like, I will always treasure the memory of our sidewalk. <laughs> This the sidewalk astrology lecture we got from Susan Miller. Wow. Me too. Me too. Wow. Um, I want to read the headline just because I feel like they're, it's really good. What Susan Miller would have told Louis Vuitton's mother, the cult stargazer behind Astrology Zone gave a talk in the old Barney's basement amid 200 customized Louis Vuitton trunks. One of her predictions involved Baron Trump, which I feel like all of that just encapsulates the scope of what Susan Miller's horoscopes cover, where like you're like, which way will they go? Which what will they cover? And everything. You're everything. totally right. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. It's yeah. A, a range of topics every range month. Of topics, yeah. yeah. Um so Alex, do you have some favorites from this New Yorker article? There are so many good things. There's, I mean, there's so much of what we already know, which I kind of love that those made it into the article because yeah. it wouldn't be Susan if she did not mention her 40 blood transfusions that she had over the course of her life and her childhood, mystery childhood illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also showed them the scar on her leg. She was like, I like, she also showed us her leg too. I just really like that. That's that's just, right. That's part of it. That's just part she of thinks it. people need proof. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wow, great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, they really paint a picture of her, like in her outfit and mm-hmm. like who her friends are. It says she's friends with celebs and she like gives advice to celebs and like people in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed that because I did not know that there was there was a rumor of this, but the article says there's no truth to the rumors that Apple partially owns Astrology Zone. I did not know that was a rumor either. No, and I was like, is the New Yorker like starting something? Yeah. What? Yeah. Maybe she mentioned that as a rumor. I don't know, but I had never heard it. And I just enjoyed knowing that that was even a rumor. Yeah. 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 Um, what did you enjoy from this piece? Um, I enjoyed, just so many good things. I enjoyed that. She, like that one of the quotes is, if I was in the hospital when Louis Vuitton was born, I would tell his mother that her son would be very successful. Like, I just like that that's what she, how she phrased it. And I also love that she then talked about um, like Saturn and she says Saturn is very similar to Balanchine, the legendary ballet choreographer. He was a hard teacher, but the things you get with Saturn, you never lose. And I, I just kind of like, that's such a quintessential, like New Yorky ballet reference. And she also had this, you know, there's, then there are the the Barney's basement. Like, it's just very, very particular, like references and a place and time. (laughs) It is. It is. Absolutely. Um, if you were concerned though, that Susan Miller businesswoman was not Mm -hmm. going to sneak into this Mm -hmm. article, do not worry. She mentioned Susan Miller stars and then also the beauty box. Oh, so, great. Great. you know, just as an great. aside, Susan, you know, Susan sells things. She didn't really go into it, but like we yeah. all know what Susan's doing. Um, one thing I learned that I didn't know is that, that she writes while having law and order playing in the background. I did not either. No. And I, I feel like a lot of people can identify with working that way from home. 
Same. It must yeah. be when she's working from home yeah. as opposed to when she's at Dunkin' Donuts. Right, right. Um, or maybe yeah. that's like pre and post COVID or something. Yeah, maybe it's just, you know, a continuance thing. Because um, she does write late at night. So maybe she just has, you know, law and order in the background. That's true. Yeah. Um, we also, of course, got a shout out to Little Mom, who she says predicted the internet because she told her that she would be writing for something on the computer. I mean, it's a bold yeah, claim. It's a bold claim, but I'll go, I'll go with it. Um, yeah. And then she also, she mentioned the NFTs that we had some good Susan Miller business lady in there. Um, I also liked that she mentioned ancient Mesopotamia. I was just joking to Alex that every time we get like ancient astrologers or ancient Mesopotamia mentioned, we should just have a drinking game. I think we take a drink. Yeah. 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 It's really quite amazing because this isn't a very long piece and Mm -hmm. it hits on so many Mm -hmm. of like the classic Susan Mm -hmm. characteristics. And I think that's Mm -hmm. just because also when you encounter Susan, like you get all of that. Yeah. You get all of that. Yeah. You get all of that. Yeah. And that this person just went to this event and like you get the whole Susan package, which is Mm -hmm. like all her little quirks, all the medical stuff, Mm -hmm. the little mom stuff, like her Mm -hmm. origin story, Mm -hmm. the businesswoman, Mm -hmm. um, and then the fact that she, I mean, this is, this was like a meet and greet kind of thing, I yeah. guess, but mm-hmm. like she spent all this time talking to people and like answering people's questions. And we know Susan always does that. Like, yeah. regardless of how long it takes, she wants to connect with everyone. Right. And I also liked how the, um, the writer of the article identified people, the Aquarius in a top knot, the Libra in a hot pink. And I was like, that sounds very much how like Susan would identify, like she would do their style. You know, she loves to like be acquainted with style. You know, her calendars are like stylish and illustrations. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it ended on an interesting note. Yes. I was like, again, we get a random celebrity prediction. Um, we went from Louis Vuitton to Baron Trump, where she said that Baron Trump is a Pisces. And so he's going to give away his father's money to philanthropy. And I was like, how curious. And then I internally had a very snarky comment about like what money will be. I was thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) I don't know that there's really going to be a lot for Baron Uh, Trump to give away. uh, But uh, anyway, yeah. So anyway, a delightful article. Thank you to everyone. I think I got several messages in my inbox about it as well. So thank you to everyone who brought it to our attention. Um, A thoroughly enjoyable read. Yeah. Um. Plus, there's an illustration in it, which I wonder if, like, you know, at some point, like, will does will Susan get a print of her New Yorker illustration? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, because they really they really capture the florals on her dress. They do. She loves yeah. those florals. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So, anything from the note from Susan Miller that we feel we should cover for? Well. Now? The note is funny because, again, you know, like, Susan is who Susan is. And, like, if you were wondering, perhaps, like, New Year, New Susan? Yeah. No. She starts the note by saying, Happy New Year. I'm sick. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so poor Susan. She says it's not COVID. Um, But she had fortunately had the foresight to make some chicken soup and so she's been eating chicken soup for a couple weeks trying to get better and she's unfortunately had to cancel some events oh yes in dallas i heard right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so she hopes people will um come at a later date great i know that they will i've already had friends who live in dallas send me the info 
So. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Rest assured, Susan. Yeah. You're still there. coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she actually did talk a lot about astrology in this note, which like, I hate to sound shocked about, but she did say some things about astrology. We'll get to it, but like there's a full moon in cancer, January 6th, new moon in Aquarius, January 21st. Mars is in retrograde right now. Mercury is in retrograde right now. Um, but you know, okay. Astrology. Great. But of course I have to talk about my favorite topic, which is the year ahead, please. She says, I'm putting the final touches on the year ahead 2023 for you to be ready as an ebook soon. <gasps> okay. Ebook soon, probably translated into many languages. Probably. And, yeah. and I thought that was interesting. And then there's more in publishing news. Oh. Yeah. So she says she has a new ebook coming out, which is called The Next 200 Years. And it's about what's coming in 2024 and Pluto and how Pluto is staying with us for 20 years. Anyway, she is like, I thought this was so great. I thought it needed a book. But then in the next sentence, she says, it was a bonus chapter in the year ahead 2022, but it was so popular that I turned it into a separate book for $4.99. Huh. So a very okay. businesswoman y. And okay. she's going to be available on Kindle and bookbaby.com. You may remember she wanted to remind us book baby, oh, yes. not a place to buy babies or baby items, but a bookseller. Well, I because I had book in the title, I was going to go for that. But yes, um, great. Um, I'm just thinking it's bold to assume that we'll all be here in 200 years, but I love the optimism. <laughs> she thinks someone's going to be reading this book. Wow. You know, okay. the next wow. 200 years and that it should be an ebook. Okay. I know. And, and that we'll be here in 200 years and that we'll be like reading, reading ebooks. Mm. Curious. Curious. Yeah. Maybe this will be like how we now read the texts of ancient Mesopotamia. <laughs> That's true. They're going to be like the ancient astrologers had these things yeah, called the ancient e-readers. astrologers, Susan Miller. <laughs> Susan Miller. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly wow and then she gets another plug in for the calendar and says thank you for your support she gets another plug in for the new app um so very susan businesswoman but also like a fair amount spent on astrology which does not always happen oh wow okay happy birthday capricorn (laughs) happy birthday um so First of all, Susan Miller thinks you're going to have a great month. She does. Yeah. So much money. In fact, she she said so much money and she said so many happy planets. I know. It's really lovely. Yeah. It made me just think of like planets looking like emojis, just like being really happy in their little orbits. Yeah. Mm The thing that stuck out for me, she said around the full moon of January 6th was going to be in their seventh house of commitment. And they would be, um, there'll be one close relationship that will bring you wonder. Wonder. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's so exciting. Um, Wow. And then she was like, maybe you'll be moving in with someone or an engagement or you'll go to Paris. Um, Okay. I'm a Capricorn rising. Wow. Alex. And I would like to go to Paris. Yeah. Well, you've got like one day since I'm going to have this recording. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, she had really a lot of good things to say to you. And yeah. like the planets are there for you. Yeah, the planets are there for you. There's they also seem to be like, if it wasn't a romantic relationship, there's gonna be focus on some sort of steady partner. Yes. And they might be making you a significant offer, which I was like, oh, does that mean like engagement? But then she was like, talk now, but hold off on any like hiring or contracts because Mercury is going to be in retrograde until January 18th. So, yes, and yeah. and remember, you have to leave like a little padding too. Yeah, a little padding. Yeah. So that was interesting because I was like, there's going to be an offer and something great, but also, but don't sign a contract right now. So I was like, okay. Um, the other thing I thought was comforting was she said that Mars has also been a retrograde. It's been causing delays. And she said you might have felt like you were going two steps forward or two steps back, which then, of course, I had to sing the Paula Abdul song, Opposites Attract, in Obviously. my head. Obviously, yeah. Um, but it seemed that Mars is going to go direct, so things are going to be picking up. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, and like um, in, in terms of like money and relationships and everything, it seems like. It seems like it. She mm-hmm. also had some things to say about your home sector and real estate. Yes. And she kind of like went on a big tangent about interest rates mm-hmm. and like family like families that potentially have to sell in a bad market because right. maybe a relative died. Right. It was a very specific and lengthy scenario. It was and it was also kind of like like maybe you'll get lucky and fall into one of these scenarios where someone has to sell because their relative has died. Yeah, and then she said because Jupiter was going to be in Aries that miracles can happen whatever in whatever sector Jupiter's in. So like a miracle would happen. So if you had tried to buy something and missed out, you would get a second chance. Yeah. But yes, yes. Her scenario of how you, that would end up just seemed like specific. Or there's something about the I forget what she said, but I was like that seems unlikely. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like a miracle. Like a miracle. Like, but yeah, but she said miracles can happen. So I I don't know. Um, but she said make so she's like, don't settle, keep looking for your dream home, but until May 16th, because then something's moving and it's gonna be gone for years. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah. And then also on the topic of family, she said for like whatever your endeavor was, you would have a lot of family support. So okay. I don't know. So yeah, but there was yeah, so it's gonna be very encouraging if you were looking for real estate, but but it would be like an unexpected surprise or something like very miraculous would happen. Okay. Yeah. And then she says you've got a glorious new moon on January 21st, mm-hmm. and that's gonna help you out with your income. Like mm-hmm. maybe you're gonna get a raise, you're just gonna get some money, it's gonna be great. Um she said that. You may have been frustrated since December 17th, 2020, that Saturn was capping your income because he was in your income sector for two years, but apparently he's moving on March 7th and he's not coming back for 30 years. And so you're like going to get the money finally, Capricorn. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. And then, well, then she also was like, oh, so more money's going to be coming to you. And then on January 24th, that would mean there'd be a lot of profits coming. And then also January 28th and 29th, a lot of more money would be coming to you. More profits, okay. she said. Those would be good profit days. Yeah. There's a yeah. big focus on money here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds really, it sounds really great. These planets are gathering together to wish you a happy birthday, Capricorn. Yeah. So happy birthday, Capricorn. And I hope you find your dream home and get all your money. Yeah, please. A trip to Paris or whatever your heart desires. Yeah. Saturn is getting out of the way. Yeah. 
All right. So Alex, how are our dear, dear Scorpios? Well, let me tell you. Wow. January 2023 horoscope for Scorpio. Whoa. It was kind of brief and kind of dull. Not Susan's writing necessarily this time, but like the horoscope itself was like kind of boring. But, you know, you can't have great horoscopes every month. Although it's not bad. It's just like a little dull. Yeah. Um, So she said, you enter January feeling a bit restless. She said, holiday travels might have been difficult, but you aren't ready to lock away your suitcase. (laughs) Great. And actually, she says in the summary, the full moon of January 6th may find you returning from a distant point. You may have wanted to extend your holiday in a setting of warm sands fringed by clear turquoise waters close to where the palm trees sway. (gasps) Wow, that's like how I'm in Hawaii. I was going to say, that sounds like you. Alex, maybe you should just get a ticket. Yeah. Susan says, Mm -hmm. so I might just show up. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so... She says, you also may not have, you may be this person who's come back from the palm tree swaying, but you also may not have plans to go anywhere, but you might get an invitation from someone. So Scorpios, be aware. She says the full moon of January 6th may bring news about your career because Uranus is sending a full beam to the sun, which is a natural ruler of your 10th house of honors, awards, and achievements. She never mentions that for me. She you always got an honors award. Yeah, I, all, I, I had another one this time. Wow, okay. Yeah, so she says, like, if you're a Scorpio who maybe is, like, waiting to hear about a job interview or something, like, check your phone, check your email, be aware because you've got this great full moon working for you. And she says, if you were a Scorpio born on November 8th, plus or minus five days, you have the edge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, then she deals with money and she says, you may be working on money management and watching your pennies. She says, you have become nearly obsessed with being careful. And actually as a Scorpio, you are talented with money management. She says, you might have been frustrated at your progress and that's because of Mars retrograde. But she says like when that, when Mars goes direct on January 12th, you may have things be a little better. But of course, Mercury is also retrograde too. Mercury will go direct January 18th. Um, She says the thing that she often says, which is like, don't like, if you have to sign a contract, sign a contract, like don't miss out on something, but like read the paperwork over again. If you're going to do this during Mark retro, because like the communication just could be really nutty. And she also says later, that's the same thing about like surgery or like a dental procedure or something like if you right. got to do it, you got to do it. Um, you know, just be careful. Um, she says that the beautiful new moon of January 21st in Aquarius will let your house of home and family. And so she says you might move. Um, you might have something happen with a property. Alternatively, you may instead want to find a new rug or piece of furniture. And this month you could find it on sale. Oh, well, oh, look at that. It's a nice thing. It's like yeah. a little mundane, but yeah. you know, it's all good. Um, she says the new moon will help you renovate, make repairs, refresh your decor, or do a thorough cleaning or decluttering. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, this is like all good, but like maybe if maybe a little boring. But then she says, there are two dates that I want to point out before I go, which like she didn't promise me anything exciting there, but I was like, oh, great. Two dates. Mm-hmm. 
The first one is January 24th, which okay. she said you might get like an exciting new assignment at work, which is good. But also I was kind of like, that's nah, not really the excitement I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But there's still one more date. Okay, it's supposed to second date. Just January 28th to 29th. A great <sighs> weekend to work on your taxes. Why is that exciting? I don't think it is. And, and you know, she didn't really make any promises, but I was like, these are the dates she's pointing out for me. Like, yeah, a great week. She says you can get all your paperwork started and find those deductions. Okay. I know. She says she ends it with the love section. Okay. And she says, when it comes to love and relationships, anything would be better than the experience you had in October and November. I don't remember her predicting, like, bad things about love in October and November. I just remember you getting a lot of true love in, like, November, December. Me too. So I'm not quite sure what's happening, but she says love will return in February just in time for Valentine's Day, which we know Susan loves. She loves. I'm excited for her to be able to do her February forecast. Me too. She loves it. Yeah. Um, She says Venus is moving to Pisces, your fifth house of true love. Um, and a divinely compatible sign for you from February, from January 26th to February 20th. Oh. Um, so it was fine. You know, I was glad she didn't say anything about like a new, she did say um, start to look for new clothes for the upcoming season and think about ways to refresh your look. But sometimes in January, she says things about like a fitness routine and like, Oh yeah. She didn't do that. I'm kind of glad she didn't do that. Me too. I don't want to hear. I'm not interested in hearing that. No. Um, So she ends it with January is definitely looking up. I feel like January might be kind of boring, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Great. Um, Well, you know, that sounds encouraging at least though. Like, you know, it's fine. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to do your taxes in January, I'm not going to make you. Thank you. I mean, yeah. she's not wrong. It's, you know, it's not bad to, to <coughs> I just start don't, I wish that. she would have, like, given a little more information on why, astrologically, that would have been the right day. But I don't know. We don't need to know. We don't um, need to know. We don't need no. to know. Well, I would love to hear all about what is in store for Taurus. I hope well, maybe it's a little more glamorous. Well, Taurus, it was pretty exciting. Um so, okay, so Taurus, this is your January 2023 horoscope. Um, so she wanted to say that the new moon of December 23rd would have helped you to enjoy your holiday. I personally don't know how that would have been because that's when I got COVID, but I'm just bringing that up because I'm salty. Um, I hope the rest of you had a much more enjoyable new moon. <laughs> So sad. Um, then she wanted to remind us that Mercury went into retrograde on December 29th and will be in retrograde through January 18th, and that might be causing havoc. So yeah. it was just a warning. Um, but she had something encouraging, which she said Mars has been in retrograde and it's been hampering ways for you to find new sources of income because you had to spend a lot of money recently. And she says Mars will go direct January 12th and Mercury will go direct January 18th. So she said by then, by January 18th, things will be brightened and we'll be moving along and all of those delays will be like solving themselves. Um, she said the full moon of January 6th meant that you might do a little bit of short travel, like you might go see a little family member or return to a nearby location that you haven't been to in a while. I think this has to do with like the retrograde being about like returning, re, yes, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So revisiting. Um, and then where she got very hopeful for us. Oh, she said, if you decide any contracts, please delay until January 21st, new moon. 
because that'll be a few days after um, Merc Retro ends. So there, that's just her, her pro tip, practical advice. Um, but then she got very excited for the most of the horoscope for the new moon of January 21st. And she says, this will be a fabulous point for your career. Um, she says, since December 2020, you have been challenged to make a name for yourself. And Alex, if you remember, like one of the first episodes of this podcast was talking about how we had like Saturn in our house of honors, awards and achievements. And we were coming into like the same time as when she had started astrologyzone.com. And so like it was that kind of cycle. So she says, we've been challenged to make our name for ourselves, And January 21st will bring opportunity like a big break from a friend or a VIP. And she says Venus will be very helpful in this in helping you like get the attention of this VIP. And she's mm. attention to like what sector Venus will be in because that will show you like where your focus will be. And that would be an Aquarius for me, but she didn't really illuminate past that. And I need to Google more. But anyway, yes. And it's, it kind of made it sound like there's VIPs that have just been like watching us and then they'll be like, oh, you would be good for this kind of opportunity vips have been watching you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like 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 yeah like we've just been on the radar we just don't know about it oh my goodness yeah I, know. I feel like she said this before about you kind of like secret benefactors yeah exactly right they're secret benefactors or like it's mm-hmm. frequently that like apparently like i'm just walking around the world and i'm on the radar of vips so i mean that makes me feel hopeful that like when i sit you know at night in despair being like i don't know what i'm doing and nothing's going anywhere vips are watching me <laughs> that's right yeah. 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 That's that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Exactly. Um, So then she also says Pluto was going to bring an opportunity for a new for a new money job or project in late January. So she kept talking about how there would be like more money, more income and more making a name for ourselves. And so Pluto was part of this. Um, and she said that Jupiter and Mars are going to be in sync, which would also help get more money. And Uranus was going to give, give like room to our creativity. So that's also where this money would be coming from. Um, so yes, it looks like after the new moon of January 21st, there's the end of the month is going to be like the early part of it would be slow because Merc is in retro, but the end of the month was going to be like a very rambunctious for like money and opportunity. And she wanted to highlight, um, January 24th, she said, would be a gold star day. Wow. January 24th. Yeah. And then also she said January 27th to 30th would be good for negotiating salary. So that made me think of how your Scorpio had a weekend for taxes. Apparently we have a weekend for negotiation. Okay. I yeah. mean, yours is slightly better, but it's yeah. still not super fun. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's it, Taurus. It's like, it's like rest now because the end of the month is going to be uh very fruitful apparently okay well that sounds good it doesn't sound like a wild yeah a wild january for anyone but that's okay and i found it interesting that she didn't really have any broader predictions for like the rest of 2023 but she's probably saving those for her year ahead ebook or Or the next 200 years ahead yes right that one as well um (laughs) Yeah, because a lot of times she likes to talk about the forward months, like she'll jump into February or something, and she was just keeping it, she briefly touched on December and then kept it mainly focused in January, which is a change, because sometimes she just will, like, if she doesn't really like what's happening in the month, she might be like, well, November, you know. Yeah, this is months. a very interesting yeah. point. We're constantly being like, why is she not mm-hmm. staying on topic? Yeah, but this this month she was on topic for January, so she had a right. yeah um so yes yeah, so i felt like it was positive there's like nothing earth shattering but it seemed to be like hopefully money and opportunities for people great some some very happy planets happy planets yeah. happy new year happy planets happy new year oh 
Um, well, if anyone went to the Louis Vuitton um, event and wants to give us their take, we, we welcome your take. We don't want to just read the New Yorker's take. Um, and if you have anything else about the New Year or your horoscopes you want to share, you can always email us at astrologyzoned at gmail.com. And we, I think we both wish you a very happy new year and we hope to see you guys next month. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.